Hey guys, welcome to episode 53, knocking them out, of the Smith Fitness Podcast. Getting there, man. Cruising towards that hundo. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, guys, make sure to subscribe. Hit us with a five-star review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow. Switch on those notifications so you can get informed when we're dropping new episodes. Uh, if you are listening, take a screenshot, chuck it on your Instagram story. We like sharing all of those as well. Thank you to the guys who are playing along at home. We're getting a lot of good feedback about the podcast lately now that we've sort of kicked it into overdrive a little bit. Um, and today we've probably got the most IG questions and topics from people, which is good. So people are playing along at home and, uh, you know, want to get around it and, and get involved. I'm here with Blakey today. What's up? How are um, we? We are going to have a wee chat about mindset. So Blakey uh, has been hitting me up this week about getting this one uh, sorted. And I was like, I don't know, I wasn't, uh, I just wasn't keen to do the prep work for it because <laughs> then I was, shit. I did a few hours on it. Um, he said it's uh, the way to go after what we, we just went over, sort of finding epic shit to do. Uh, and then we went over goal the setting. goal setting stuff with Vez. Was that last week? Yeah. It was last week, last Tuesday. Um, so Blakey said, let's talk about mindset. Um, so we've both gone away, got a few notes, read up a bit, confused ourselves a bit more probably. Yeah. Got a few different points. And uh, a fair few IG questions, like I said. So don't let me forget those, man. No, don't let me forget we're them. We've got some good ones too. Um, so I've got a fair few notes here today. Real note heavy, this one for me. Note heavy. Because I, I feel like I don't really have like it off the top of my head yeah. for a lot of this mindset sort of stuff. So in the past, people have asked me about mindset. And, and I, Troy and I have tried to address it in earlier topic uh in earlier podcasts and it's something that i find hard to sort of articulate and communicate my thoughts on um it's something that i sort of just put down as oh it's just automatic uh it's just what i do those sort of things um so today we're going to try and explain what mindset is explain a few different aspects of it um and try and not to go too far away from or try and bring everything back to exercise and yeah. nutrition training lifestyle i feel because that's why try and stay on course because we could go we could go many different ways exactly so there, yeah there's uh there's all sorts of different stuff and you can start talking about personality and motivation again and and a whole bunch of different things all sort of comes underneath that mindset yeah um you can start looking too far into it from like a behavioral psychology sort of point of view which i got the psych book out again second time in a month holy bloody hell so let's get to it according to um my main information source wikipedia (laughs) uh, a mindset is a set of assumptions methods or notions held by one or more people or groups of people Uh, a mindset can also be seen as arising out of a person's worldview or their philosophy on life Super deep True. stuff. That's yeah. deep, deep stuff. So we are going to try and not dumb things down, but like bring it back to practical application, exercise, training, nutrition, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's important to mention, and we sort of already have touched on it, that there's a great deal of variation within like this topic um, and the studies on mindsets. Um, and it would be an easy to do a big deep dive into stuff that, isn't really up our alley. No. 
um, uh, and that would hurt our tiny little brains. So we're going to bring things back to what we know about because that's why you guys are listening. Exercise, training, nutrition, a bit of lifestyle, that sort of stuff. I don't want to touch too much on business. Um, I'm going to try and do a little bit of business stuff in the next podcast. So during my... See, this is where Blakey gets me. He goes, oh, why don't we do this? And then I'm there like 10 p.m. last night sending him PDFs. And he's like, I didn't read that because I was asleep. And I was like, well, fuck you. I was awake doing research. (laughs) Doing the overtime, man. Overtime stuff. And then I was doing... I was adding in... um, adding him some notes on stoicism and, and, and stoic philosophy. And, and I just thought, mate, this is a whole nother podcast. So I've already done the notes for another podcast. Yeah. So I just split it, copied and pasted. Nah, that's going to be episode 54, something like stoicism and training, stoicism in fitness and business or something like that. Um, rather than do it now because I feel like it's one of those sort of off on a tangent, even though it can sort of all come underneath mindset fuck (laughs) it's just so much that we could talk about when it comes to this stuff so before we get into any more than just the definition of it like i said mindset set of assumptions methods or notions held by one or more people or groups of people that's like that's a confusing definition too one or more people or even more than more people yeah yeah, (laughs) you know what i mean yeah it's either one or it's more yeah fuck off um that's just me copy and pasting straight from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so what, when someone says, let's, let's give you the mic for a little bit. When someone says, oh, you know, like mindset, what do you think of? You don't have to, you don't have to go through like what your mindset towards things is, but what do you think of when someone says mindset? I think of chain of thought and emotions. Okay. That's, yeah. Through, uh, it could be... So when someone when someone sort of sees a, an uh, um, uh, an event, not in the case of like a competition or anything, but just like a life event, yeah, situation, uh, a, yeah, situation, yeah, yeah, um, yeah that, what yeah. their you know their first thought is, and that and things that go from there, the, yeah, that that how process they act on that. before, yeah, because mindset is before we act, yeah, we think it before we do it, yep. So yeah, I suppose that is like a a, a sort of dumbed down definition of it as like how we how certain people react to a certain situation um, is sort of like when you think of the words mind set, it's like, and something happens and say, you know, a lot of people would think it's a negative thing. Other people with a, you know, air quotes, strong mindset would, you know, see it as an opportunity or something that they have to, will take strength to get through or they're up to that sort of challenge. Um, whether it be whatever, like a situation of fucking fitness, whatever related, um, I suppose that's a good way to think of it. Like that first sort of train of thought. Yeah. Um, but that's that's good. So when you when you break that word, like mindset, your your mind is set to think, oh shit, I can't do that, or oh shit, I can do it, or this is going to be challenging, but let me have a crack. And it's sort of, you know, where where do you sit in that sort of spectrum on any given event? And it might vary between situations definitely varies between people but um situations like you know, some people might be gun-ho for fitness stuff and then you know, some bring something else up or public speaking or something they'll be like oh no nah. yeah and you'd say like their their initial reaction 
and uh, emotions that follow is sort of indicative of their mindset towards that different uh what different situation mm. so there you have it guys that's episode 53 we're done <laughs> we basically broke Thank it you. down Thank split you. the word in half um yeah that's it we're done catch ya now nah, uh, that's good man that's good um when people say mindset to me obviously like uh it you can sort of uh look into it too much and and obviously when people say mindset it's like oh, okay like um yeah how we attack certain things for me it's almost always training based um because that's what people like to talk to me about yeah um but i haven't given it much more thought and i think i probably i think motivation sort of things probably more than i need like than actual mindset and given that i've gone and um done a bit of study um now i sort of understand the definition of mindset and what what people were really looking for. Um, for me, it was more just like people asked me, I'd start to think of like, what are my motivations rather than the actual mindset side of things. And again, it starts to get confusing and there's lots of crossover and gray areas between these different terms and, and everything else like that. So it's good. I think your way of putting it is um, pretty spot on. Um, so doing the little bit of study that we did do, most of what we read uh, these days on mindsets stems from the studies of Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck. Big Carol. Auntie Carol. Auntie Carol. Um, I'm not sure when this book was published. I think it was quite recently, like within the last couple of decades. Um, they were published in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, which I just downloaded on Audible. Man, terrible narrator. Oh, yeah. As soon as I started, I was just like, Oh, it's almost like that GPS sort of voice, like so, that Siri. Yeah, like um, like real robotic. Oh yeah. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can listen to this. It sets it, man. As soon as you get the, you you hear the audible narrator, some of them you're like, oh, this is gonna be rough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the ones um, I was listening to uh, that Katie Philp got me onto. We we're trying to start a bit of a book club, me and Katie, because she was injured. So I was like, how do we keep her around? keep her around her and, and keep her involved that sort of stuff and i was like fuck we can read some books um do that sort of stuff the first one she she suggested uh was like what was it mindfulness is better than chocolate or something like that bro had this like real he was zimbabwean the uh the, i think it was the author that was reading it real zimbabwean but like real like man real posh like south african style accent and I was just, I don't know if I could fucking handle this. <laughs> I talking about meditation and mindfulness and stuff. I couldn't get through it. No? Couldn't get through no it. Good. Same with the Ant Middleton one. Oh, yeah. Does he, does he narrate it? He narrates his book, yeah. but he can't, he doesn't pronounce his R's. Oh. He's like English guy, but like, yeah, yeah, like doesn't pr pronounce his R's as W's. And I was just like, oh, fuck, here we go. I got <laughs> used to it, but yeah, man, the narrator can really do an audio book for me. I mean, I haven't, I haven't got should be able to chew. books, man. Mind you, the medit that meditation app you got me on when I first laid down, I was like, "What one? The Headspace one?" Yeah, it put you to sleep. No, I was more thinking of like the voice that I was listening to, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder what this person looks like." <laughs> it just my mind just could not switch off. Yeah, and I was yeah, man. To their voice. I like, think like he does podcasts and stuff. You'll be able to find what that who that guy is. Yeah, on there on the Headspace. 
Yeah. Oh, really? On yeah, the Headspace app? Yeah, you, you must have chose it. Well, yeah, you can pick a boy or a girl. And I was like, well, I'm, I, I don't know. I just picked a girl. <laughs> nah, like, like, you can talk to me. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Still trying to get there. So anyway, <laughs> back on back, back on, on back on topic. Um, most of the stuff on mindset is from um, that we read these days is all based from Carol Dweck's uh, studies and her book Mindset: The New Psychology of Success. Um, this is where the idea, well, probably not where the idea, but what pop, popularized the idea of the fixed and the growth mindset. So I've heard this a little bit from like Kelly. She's a primary school teacher, my wife. So, you know, she mentions certain, you know, kids and it's, you know, some will have a fixed mindset, some will have a growth mindset and will almost like try and to push them towards, you know, understanding that if they put the effort in that they can grow in their mindset and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the fixed mindset, um, so I've heard of it and most people would have heard of these things, right? So this is where it was popularized by Carol, Auntie Carol. Um, the fixed mindset assumes that our character, intelligence and creative abilities are static and, can, and can't be changed in any meaningful way. Um, striving for success and avoiding failure, failure at all costs become a way of maintaining a sense of being smart or skilled. On the other hand, the growth mindset thrives on challenge and sees failure as a springboard for growth. So Carol suggests that we sort of fall into this, um, fall on the spectrum somewhere um, between the two. And I would, I reckon you could argue that you would fall somewhere on certain situation in certain situations, different topics, that sort of stuff you would, be somewhere like i said you might be have a growth mindset in regards to one thing and have a fixed mindset in regards to other things i don't think it's just out and out fixed out and out growth yeah i agree on all that. things yeah um, I, agree with that I don't 100%. know no I, I i agree with that for sure and like i said i've only just started the book so i'm just going off notes from the internet which isn't that what we're all going off with everything that we know these days um so the research that uh Auntie Carol did, has shown that the view you adopt for yourself can profoundly affect the way you lead your life. Now, this comes into that book that I gave you, the uh, Think and Grow Rich book, which is an old book. That was published in like 1937. Oh, really? So it's pretty, like it's hard to get through. Like People talked and wrote different back then, man. Yeah, I, I had a skim through it. And you're like, oh, like, wow. I was like, oh, okay, um, I need to like really sit down yeah. and like read this. So that's um, that's like a one of the first sort of self help, like uh, entrepreneur sort of handbooks. Um, it's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, um, and it's all sort of uh, like you mentioned, the, like law of attraction, um, the way that you, the way that you talk, uh, influences the way that you act, and 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 everything like that. So it's sort of is a bit of a mindset thing here and the same thing that Carol said that the view that you adopt for yourself um, can profoundly affect the way that you lead your life. So, I think we've got through a bit of that saying a lot without actually saying much, if that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Um, I need to fucking make this photo bigger. I can't see it. Oh, shoot. Bear with me. So, are you on board with Auntie Carol so far? I need to zoom in. Yeah. How do I zoom in? And I think like, 
looking on it, it's, it's funny that you said like, um, you know, Kelly picks up on it a lot with the kids. Thinking about it now, like, and you think about some, or, you know, we train kids here as well. Yep. Um, also with adults as well, but you can see it with the kids and like, you're like, oh yeah. You can see the two different ways in their mindsets can be, you know, there might be them kids that shy away from a lot of things and then there's them ones that aren't afraid to try something new that they may not be good at. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, everything we do down here is to, to try and grow. Yeah. Like, from, like, even from, like, a bodybuilding sort of perspective, but, like, to push things forward, isn't yeah. it? Like, so, it sort of comes with the territory um, with that sort of growth mindset. Um, like, if you're fixed in here and you're just going to do same workout, same time put in the same effort it sort of just goes against everything that makes sense about fitness and the gym and everything else and there is them people out there that that train like that you know oh yeah and that's that's where we come into it as coaches and and we have to work them out of that fixed mindset yep so like coaches teachers like we mentioned yeah um if you have someone you're literally trying to teach them things and they think i'm dumb i can't learn this like that's the whole point is to get them out of that fixed mindset um and we're gonna go into how because we like to do that um that's the whole point of being a teacher being a coach um is to help people move in the direction of their goals right yeah so yeah it comes with the territory like i said so we've got a bit of illustration here that i need to fucking zoom in on i can't zoom in how am i zooming in Hold up. Oh, zoom in button. Didn't know there was one. There we go. So, bit of an illustration here. Let's go through the uh, the fixed mindset. We'll try and bring everything back to uh, exercise, um, like we said. So, fixed mindset, intelligence is static. So, I feel like this sort of goes from the um, psychological point of view. So, like intelligence, we're not too concerned about that in our regards. But a lot of people are fixed on things that they're not good at in the gym. So let's bring this back to the gym as much as we can. So um, running is the biggest one, man. Mm. I can't run. I'm not good at, like, I don't run. I'm not good at it. I hate running, that sort of thing. You're allowed to hate running. And this isn't saying, like, you're not allowed to hate something. Um, But I feel like it's it's an easy cop-out to think I'm not good at it. So therefore, I won't do it. Yeah. Um, you're, and you're losing the battle before you've started. Yeah. So it's fixed that they're not good at it. They'll never be good at it. Do they need to be good at it? They only need to be good at it for themselves anyway. Mm. And that's you know a whole other topic. Um, but we see it a lot with 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 running or a certain lift, say for our power lifters. Oh, my bench is shitty. My, and they'll, they'll sort of say that and they've got a fixed mindset that their bench is always going to suck mm. or, you know, whatever it might be. Oh, I don't do cardio. It doesn't have to be running. I don't really do cardio. I'm not, not good at it. I don't like it, that sort of thing. Um, and there's like the, the, the fixed mindset in regards to certain things. And most people down here are down here for a reason. They want to get better at something. So that shows that they, they do have a growth mindset in regards to at least something. Um, but definitely can be fixed on certain things. I'm not flexible. 
that was a big one for me when I was younger, bro. I'm not flexible. Yeah, I just used to say, oh, I'm, I'm, I can't touch my toes. I'm not flexible. Mm. And was, you're right. It's a, it's a cop out, but that fixed mindset. Yep. And there's things that I like. I'm going to bring up one, a thing that I, I'm going to try and work on as well. Are we going to go through like the both as we go down? Oh, we're going to go down like back and forth? Yeah, I reckon. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Nice one, Blake. I'm glad I got you here. Um, so the, the opposite to that is uh, the growth mindset and that intelligence can be developed. And like, we don't have to call it intelligence. This is just me reading off this um, illustration I've got here. So let's just call it whatever it is can be developed with time and effort. Um, Keyword, effort. Yeah. Um, so it, it sort of... The, while the fixed mindset leads to a desire to look smart and therefore um, a tendency to avoid challenges, the growth mindset leads to, uh, leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges. And this is the same sort of thing like we're going to see it in full effect tonight. I was like, all right, last session for the year. Let's try and get everyone down here. And then all of a sudden, oh, the, mm, oh, nah, I can't do one circuit. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to, so for those of you who aren't, who aren't members, we got our last group session tonight, so cross-training session. Um, and I'm trying to get all the guys that aren't involved in the cross-training, that, you know, powerlifting or just general strength training to come over to get around it just because it's fun. It's the last session, jump into a cross-training session. And then all of a sudden, all the ex- all that I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, um, is just like, you know, thrown it, thrown towards me, and I'm just looking, and I'm just going, it's, nah, it's not what I'm about, and I'm the break, the brakes have been put uh, on, like someone, <laughs> yeah, like it's very um, contrary to my way of thinking and my mindset in regards to that. If someone was like, oh, we got a big session coming up, yeah, let's go, yeah, try and catch me, yeah. That sort of thing. So I've seen it straight away and we'll see tonight how many uh, non-cross trainers turn up ready to rip. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this, actually. It'll we'll be, see. Yeah, we'll it'll be, see. It'll be cool. I, ho- I hope more people have a crack. Yeah. Um, so that's the, uh, that's the growth mindset. So um, it's basically that things can be developed through time and effort. And that's not being... Uh, over the top with it and thinking everyone i think uh what i read was an example like thinking everyone can just put their mind to it and become you know as smart as albert einstein or something but it's it's more that our potential is unknown Mm. and that we can improve um and that's the whole point of the the growth mindset it's not that you can just sort of try your hardest and become anything and world beater in everything but it's more that you're you're not limited you're having a crack so to go back to the running example it's the fixed mindset i'm not good at running to Mm. the growth mindset where it's like i'm gonna have actually have a crack at running yeah where that could be any distance you know but it's i'm gonna have a crack i feel like with that one it's it's not i'm not good at running it is really i don't like running yeah like that's what they should be saying i don't like running it's not i'm not good at running it's i don't like it I don't want to, and there's a trade-off with all of these things. I don't want to put the time and effort in to be good at it. And that's typical across the board. Like when it comes to nutrition, everything else, like I'm overweight, but I, I, you know, I don't want to be. Well, it's easy to say you don't want to be, but your actions have to back that up. So the, uh, it's that 
that balance of you obviously don't want to be as much as you like are happy to be like to stay the same you don't want to be enough well not enough that it's causing you to change your behavior um so let's go through yeah avoided challenge avoiding challenges that's um on that fixed mindset side of things embracing challenges on the growth mindset when it comes to obstacles the fixed mindset gives up easily i'm not good enough can't do it giving up easily the growth mindset persisting in the face of setbacks so i feel like that's um you see that with injuries you see that with you know fitness and and coming in and being like fuck that was tough and then do we see that person again or you know or is it shit they're working away at it they still suck they still suck a month later they still suck two months later they might still suck and then slowly but surely this is where get into the sort of stoicism stuff that i read about and copied and pasted into another document um you know we are what we consistently do so if you want to be uh, I've, I've i've sort of said a I don't want to like quote myself, but I sort of have said this in the past is like, we are what we consistently do. I think that's like a, an old Aristotle quote or something like that. Yeah. Um, like it's, uh, if we consistently come in and do some fit shit, we'll probably end up pretty fit. Yeah. If you're consistently doing some lazy fat shit, you'll probably be a lazy fat shit. So it's like, if it's, xbox and fucking pizza all the time doesn't mean you can't do it but if it's consistent you're gonna look like you play xbox and eat a lot of pizza if you're consistently doing some fit shit or lifting some weights type of shit that's what you're gonna look like so i think it's an aristotle quote we are what we consistently do something like that uh when it comes to effort the fixed mindset sees effort as fruitless or worse some of these things is just so far. I'm like, wait, what? Um, the growth mindset sees effort as the path to mastery. I like that. Hundred percent. I like that. That's um, you can relate that. Oh, to dude, you can relate. Yeah. So that like the fixed mindset on that one, and it, maybe it's just like the terms that this illustration is using that we're using for our little potty here, sees effort as fruitless or worse. Like, meh. It goes against so much of uh, what I feel like uh, and not even from a, well, I suppose it's exercise, but even from like a skateboarding point of view, man. Like the other day I was like, man, I want to I land a nolly flip. L- never landed a nolly flip. Like just haven't been able to do them ever. And guess what? I haven't really tried that hard to do them. So I was like, I'm going to fucking land a nolly flip. It took me 12 minutes. Never landed one in my life. Been skateboarding since I was fucking seven. Never landed one in my life. Took me 12 minutes of attempts. In that 12 minutes probably would have been like 60, 70 attempts. Now, if you ask me to do one now, it'd probably take me 60, 70 attempts again. But I landed one and I was just like, fuck yeah. Like sort of putting these sort of things into practice. And I, I figured things out. I went through it and I was like, you know, that foot placement is making do this. I need it to do that. I find with skateboarding, it's all about shoulders for me where my shoulders are sort of tends to push the board one way or another. And I just, I did probably fucking between like 60 and a hundred attempts. Some of them nearly went up my butt. Some <laughs> of them looked, looked close and then landed one. And it was just like that effort. And it was only 12 minutes. 
and I did something that I've never done before in my life. I've skateboarded. I've never done a switch flip, for those of you who know skateboarding. Never done a switch flip. Can barely skate switch. Always been able to do good like stuff, good fakey. Never done, like, barely, barely can nolly shit. I actually only nollied, like, a broom handle a couple of months ago for, like, the first time ever. I was like, oh, land a nolly flip. I just had it in my head. Nailed it. Got it. So that effort, 12 minutes, is fuck all. But if I was fixed and was like, oh, I can't nolly flip, I would never have tried. No. So you can see that in practice, and that's just me in one example. You can see it all the time with fucking... It's a, Dude, effort is a path to mastery, like... People come in here and their squats look like shit. And then a, a month later, month is fuck all. Yeah. And they're like all over it. Yeah. And, and again, it could, we could go on for example. On and on and on, yeah. You know, it could be uh, us as us as coaches, knowledge mm. and, and always, all right, we've done our certs or, and, and our degrees and stuff like that. But it's like, all right, is that, is that it? Well, let's put in the effort to always be learning something yep. new. Yeah. Which leads to, hopefully, mastery. If you, like, effort, um, it needs to be directed as well. So, like, the two sides of this coin. Are you looking at the same, yeah, same thing I'm looking at? Um, I should probably have it on the screen. But if you're, if you're looking at, like, both sides of this, like, effort needs to be directed. So, if you're... You have to be smart about things and you have to understand, you know, what's not working and try different things. And that's where the aspects of um, like play uh, in terms of like figuring things out and, and experimenting with different, um, would you call it routines or different ways of doing certain things. So if you're shooting a basketball and your elbow's out here and you keep missing and you just keep your elbow out here, you know, and just keep, keep, keep. You're probably going to get better at shooting with your elbow out here. But if you had a directed your effort and tucked your elbow, so you're directing it straight towards the basket, something like that, you know, directing that effort is going to be like make things, well, make the path to mastery easier. And that's where we can probably, uh, another thing like delving more towards the stoicism side of things is learning off other people, like how do other people do it? And that same sort of thing, taking it back to skateboarding, trick tips, all that sort of stuff. I've done those, like, viewed those in the past. Oh, yeah, that works. This certain one, yeah, that's the one for me. I'll do it like that. Yeah, that really helped. Same sort of thing. So effort um, is only fruitless if it's not directed in the right, like, in the right way. So if we're lifting weights and all we're doing, you know, we want to get stronger and all we're doing is three sets of 15, like, lightweight high reps and we want to maximize our strength then our effort it's not fruitless it's going to help but it could be directed better with you know higher intensity lower repetitions that sort of thing yeah and that's where you learn off the the masters the people that know what they're doing that's a big one that one I like but i've never seen effort as fruitless I really like it needs to be directed, but I've never seen like if, if someone's putting that effort in, man, it's it better might, than nothing. You, 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 like I said, if you're putting effort in, you might be working towards something not in the most um, beneficial way or not the, oh, I don't know, or just, well, I'm, I've, I'm lost, lost the term, but you're still going to be working, f moving forward, however slowly. 
Yeah, you yeah. might be. This is not a direct directed effort. You may be moving in a zigzag. Forward, yeah, but it's not. But like, a, a, any effort is is great. Yeah. Like it's going to get you moving in the right right direction. It's just how well. Yeah. Is it optimized? That's the word I was looking for. Thing. Yeah. All right, criticism. And this is one that I probably have struggled with in the past because everyone's a fuckwit, basically. Um, oh, geez, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Um, so the fixed mindset will ignore useful negative feedback. The growth mindset will learn from criticism. So this is, um, I feel like something I probably, personally, I've probably got a little bit better at. Um, you have to sort of take that emotional, that first emotional response to criticism away and sort of say, why have I reacted like that? And how do I direct my actions following that? Yeah. Um, and something that I feel like you, as you grow up, you probably get better at doing, understanding, okay, then, you know, and, and so it's easy to put your defenses up as soon as you get criticism. Thing with- um, it could be like fucking simple as like a bench, bench press technique or something. And someone might mention something and all of a sudden you're triggered. Yeah, it's important not to act on that trigger. You're allowed to be triggered. You just got to understand why you're triggered. Yeah. And this is, again, going, moving more towards stoicism, stoic philosophy, understanding why you're sort of feeling that emotion um, and taking a, a, a step back and understanding why people would be mentioning that in the first place, taking in their... Um, their side of things so yeah I think we can all relate to a point in our life where we have uh, taken that negative feedback in a wrong way yeah. and maybe oh, they ego- take that as disrespect yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the, the ego has kind of come in and you're like hey oh, like, what are you up to I mean and I were trying to keep it on the training side of it but you know uh, everyone can relate uh, as doing like an apprenticeship or something like that when, yep. you, when you've done it you know third year you're starting to think you know you're starting to get a bit bit hot for yourself and you're like oh yeah I'm starting to know it and then you get that feedback and it's like oh you know I know what I'm doing I've been doing it and it's like oh hang on hang on there's a reason for reason for Dude. it or, or even geez I tell you I, we always have that well I have had that moment with my old boy yeah and it's like Old boys are the worst, yeah, hey? Yeah. I was about to bring yeah, mine yeah. up. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but Don't you're get like, me started. But you're like, you know, they give you this feedback and you're like, yeah, whatever. But then one day you actually realise, you're like, shit, now I understand why he did that kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh man, like I used to get triggered a fair bit. Like rugby would trigger me hard out. Like especially like playing scrum half, like someone could say like, oh, a bit slow to the ruck or something. You'd be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Um, it'd just be like, I'm triggered now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there was, there'd be plenty of times where I, I've sort of had that. I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say a fixed mindset towards criticism, but I would be like triggered. I'd be like, put my defenses up towards it but you fucking better believe the next time like I'm getting to the ruck quicker mm. yeah so yeah. and that's so that that growth mindset comes yeah. in it's like yeah, yeah, taking yeah. that definitely step. oh definitely like but that's the thing you're you're allowed to you're allowed to think like fucking put your defences up and and you know have that emotional response sometimes to criticism but it's how you react to it mm. um and in the gym it's not always going to be criticism 
I suppose it's critiquing, which is sort of criticism, same sort of thing, same word. Um, but it could be like just friendly advice, yeah, same sort of thing. Or why don't you try like this sort of, like tucking your elbows on your bench press more or whatever it might be, keeping your knees out on your squat or widening your stance. And it could possibly be like, oh no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Or no, I tried it out, man. It wasn't for me. Which There's is it. the growth mindset, yeah. which is the good mind. That's what we yeah. want. That's what I remember I did that uh, on my bench press for a little bit. Uh, Big Scott was like, why don't you try like going a bit wider with your feet, going flat feet, you'll have a bit, little bit more stability. And I was like, yeah, no, I felt more stable, but you know, going back to my regular technique, felt like I was stronger, but I gave it a, you know, you got to give it a crack and that's not, and that was like just advice. It wasn't like him being like, don't bench like that. Mm. Um, I don't know, but it's just taking on board the, the criticism, um, understanding why people are possibly critiquing you and giving you advice in the first place. Um, but I feel like you're allowed to have that defensive like hold hold up wait up but it's how you act on it as well so if someone said like the rugby the rugby example bit slow with the your service today like being a scrum half you know you want to be snappy with it to the 10 bit slow with your your service and then you know say that was your coach and you just went like oh yeah all right and you were the same pace again or you didn't look to improve then it is it's a little bit that fixed mindset isn't it mm. like the next time it'd be like no i'm putting it through his fucking chest yeah. i'm gonna rip it and even assessing uh why did he why did coach say that to me yeah that's that growth mindset oh yeah. okay let's 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 look at it why he said that and then that's how you adapt yeah. the game it really does come from uh like your your the actions yeah following that so moving down we're nearly through nearly through our little illustration um this is another one, success of others. Feeling threatened by, so the fixed mindset um, will have you feeling threatened by the success of others. Uh, and the growth mindset finds lessons and inspiration in the success of others. Boy, do we, I, I see a lot of this on, I, yeah? see, I see this, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even, big one in social groups. Big yeah. one in social groups, I, I feel like... Um, whether that be your immediate social group, like your your boys or girls that you hang out with. I don't have a social group. <laughs> I need no, friends, Blake. No friends. <laughs> or, or even uh, your extended social group, so people that you may go to school with, yeah. don't keep in contact with them, but you can see what they're up to. Social media, you can always see what people are up to. Yeah. I think that's massive. You can either get them uh, mindsets of people where they see someone doing really well yeah. and they will... Either give them shit for it. Oh yeah, look at look at this clown. Look what he's up to. Or yep. you get that other mindset where it's like, oh, oh, how how good's this guy doing? It like he's on his own journey. He's having a crack. Like yeah. And it's that yeah. I see it a lot, especially uh, uh, in social groups. Yeah. Or if someone has an idea, oh look, I'm gonna change change something up and have a crack. Yeah. You know, you're either gonna get their two mindsets of oh geez, what's he doing that for? You know, good luck, you're going to put yourself behind or it's that, oh, damn, like, good on you. you I feel like, for me, this is a, a, a success of others, I, I don't know. Um, not so much threatened by the success of others. I suppose, for me, it's more like when people say they're going to do something, I'm like, yeah, no, show me what you've done because mm. I hear 
you know, everyone's going to do this, do that, do this, do that. And I was like, okay, all right. I'll believe you when I see it sort of thing. I suppose that's a, a different sort of uh, equation than we're looking at here. Um, when it comes to the success of others, feeling threatened by them, I I don't know. It's uh, for me as like a, like we have a fucking competition all over the place when it comes to um, gyms. Mm. Uh, and it's in the past, people would sort of say, oh, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing that seen the equipment they got it wherever and in and i've always just like i've i've known you know things that have been going on you know certain gyms doing this certain gyms doing that and i've just sort of tried to stay naive to it because i feel like it can easily influence your way of thinking so for me it's like yeah it's great for other places to be doing certain things and to be successful that but it doesn't mean that we can't be as well um i think the the term is uh rising tides float all ships or raise all ships something like that just because somewhere else or someone else is doing well very rarely means that you can't as well Uh, and i feel like people in the past have mentioned to me you know Jim's doing this, like they're doing that. There's a gym opening here. Um, and it still goes on. And for me, I'm just like, don't give a fuck. Basically, like we're doing this, yeah. we're doing that. We're like, it would be easy to think, oh shit, we got to like, you know, if they've got five bikes, we need six sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Just you feel that is, threatened mindset. Yeah. Like, and I, I suppose you got to, you got to, you got to be smart, like you got to have your ear to the ground in a certain regard, um, but it doesn't need to dictate the way you think. And, it, and it, a lot of the time, it's um, it's not going to have any bearing on your success. Mm. Um, I feel like the in the fitness industry, it's easy to think that we're all competing for you know the same pool of people. But really what we should be pushing towards is getting those people that aren't even involved in fitness. They're the people that we're, we should be pushing for. And that's like most of the population. Yeah. So um, it's oh. just a, a, a funny one. And that's sort of my, my thoughts when it comes to some of those, you know, you see how well certain coaches are doing or this or that and it's easy to get mixed up and say like fuck they don't really know what they're doing they're not that good a coach you know they've just got a good social media following or something hey that means you can as well yeah and that's like taking the inspiration from them and saying well fuck if they're doing it i can as well yeah absolutely and then we'd be flying yeah i don't know what are your thoughts on that yeah uh, you just nailed it nailed it there it, it, it i think it's it's the mindset of how you look at things so going back to what well, our definitions of mindset it's how you look at things you know yeah uh, if i didn't know you and i'd come here i could look at you and what you're doing and it could be i could go either way with it I could, oh look that guy's you know my mindset for the fixed mindset of like, oh yeah whatever he's just doing his thing doesn't really know what he's doing that yeah. negative chain of thought or it could be oh look at this bloke he's actually you know he's doing well for himself let's kind of have a look and learn from him how he's doing it and apply it in my own little flavor yeah that's that growth mindset yeah 
And I feel like um, like you're a good example of this. You would have people that would have doubted, and like I, I probably, and you, you should feel like you've still got a lot to prove in terms of like coming into the fitness industry, right? Are we just getting started? Yeah. Man? Well, I, dude, I still feel started. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm starting. I'm, I'm reading that fucking book. What was it? What's it called? That um, like starting your career, like oh, the yeah. fitness, the PT development thing. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll read this. Yeah. Like I'm only five years in. Like, fuck. Just, yeah, exactly. Just getting started. But you would have ex like uh, co-workers or or mates that think like, what's Blakey doing? Like, um, swapping, you know, scaffing and and um, you know, a secure gig. You know, that was better paid. Um, that was sort of, sort of easier. In in like obviously it's hard work, but you've got the security there that you turn up, put in your eight, ten, twelve hours, whatever it was, um, and you get your pay. Mm. To going to a all right shit, find some clients, Blake. Off you go. You've got you know some money coming in from doing group sessions, that sort of thing. Not enough to make a living off, but if you want this to happen, go make it happen. And there would have been people that sort of thought, ah, fuck, he's not going to, like, he'll be back here in a month. He'll be back here in six weeks. And they'll probably see you now, you know, still got a long way to go, but, like, the success that you've already had and how much you're loving it, and they're sort of, like, there would be people thinking, fuck, you know, not threatened by it, but there would be, you know, people that have that fixed mindset towards it as well. Yeah. Um, and I definitely know that some of your, well, a lot of your mates, the ones that have come through here, um, that have helped you get a business off, off the ground, um, help you put some coaching hours in, have got that, like, they're proud of you for it. So it's like, you're a, you're a good little example of that, what you've done in the last sort of like two, well, 18 months now. Um, there would definitely be both sides of the coin in terms of like, call it success like i said we've still got a long way to go yeah. um but yeah there's like you can sort of see you, you'd probably be able to not that you can uh, but you'd probably be able to think of a few people that have you know been in your corner and probably a few people might have said some shit behind your back you know yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. so there it is with the uh the fixed and the growth mindsets now we have talked through a lot of things and it's easy to talk about this stuff the psychology stuff don't you reckon i feel like it's easy to say a lot without actually saying a lot because it's all fucking theory and you know it's, yes. it's all sort of fluff um should we get into how to put things in action yeah let's do it that ways to help change our mindset now this is what like at, for the podcast, we always want to like leave you guys with stuff. We don't just want to like give you a rundown of fucking Carol Dweck's illustration from her book um, without really saying much or just giving you examples. So um, we want you guys to take away, and I think we did that. Like you know, I know a few people sent me through. Like they've got some columns going from the last potty. Yeah, so they've got few, some columns few, going. Uh, notebooks for the yeah, goal some setting. notebooks and some goal setting and stuff. And it's like. Well, we didn't invent goal setting, but no. if you want to say we did. <laughs> um, but uh, so we want to leave you with some uh, ways to put things in action. So 
first thing to change our mindset is knowledge. Um, we should be consistently learning um, as we get oh well as we get older uh, we don't learn as much so when we're younger the the learning curve is steep we learn a lot um, slows down um, and it becomes easy to limit ourselves so the more knowledge we gather the more our mind evolves uh, whether or not we choose to retain that knowledge it still contributes to our change so um, for me, this would be st- like stuff on business, stuff on, you know, the intricate intricacies of exercise physiology, like going back and, and, um, you know, a lot of what we did at university sort of scratched the surface, but delving deeper into those sort of things and, and, um, and even like coaching and, and the, the psycho the psychological aspects of coaching um these are all things that are going to help change our mindset and for me you know it could be a case of in the past i thought ah you know this fucking dude doesn't have it you know he's a fucking sook he's not going to put the hard work in rah rah rah. um you know me going away and looking at things like personality traits and um and different things of that sort change my mindset towards how I put things into place with X client. So just that's just a one little example when it comes to knowledge yeah. in our in our realm. So well, that's it. I can relate to that as well as um, changing my mindset with the knowledge. Like I've done my cert three and four. You know, that's just that's that's nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, now I'm doing, you know, my ASCA strength coach. Yep. Now, even bigger jump, I'm, I'm signed up to go to uni. Yep. And, you know, and my knowledge is going to hopefully broaden over that. Yep. I'm going to get something out, but my mindset will change too. And I'll probably change as a coach as well. Oh, dude, 100%. Like, so it's, it's, yeah, it's applying, it's finding, looking for that, searching for more knowledge. Yeah. So for me, it was sort of even worked backwards to a certain degree. We have all these gold standards that we come out of like strength and conditioning um, certs with and, and, you know, we come out of the masters and we think everything is going to be all, you know, gold standard this and like this is what you do for that and then you get people in front of you and you have to adapt a lot more um, and that is that was a bit of a change in my mindset. I sort of thought, you know, things had to be this way when you know you start getting groups or, or different cohorts of of people in front of you and you have to say oh shit you know you have to change the way you think about training certain people certain groups you know certain periods throughout the year um definitely like it, improving your knowledge um in that regard is going to help so um i think it's just going to open up like improving your knowledge is going to open up your your eyes to um, different ways of thinking, and that's a, a big thing when it comes to mindset as well. Yeah. Next one, new experiences. Oh, I'm all over it. I love it. Um, you know, experiences and circumstances contribute uh, significantly to the evolution of the mind because they make us question things. So when it comes to fitness, man, I'm all over it. Like. Like I said, we'll see tonight if someone wants to come and experience a cross-training session or they're just, you know... Shy away from it. Shy away from it. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is good. And I think, 
like the last month or two, we've been pushing this pretty hard here with the uh, half marathon runs. Dude, the fucking run club's going off. It is. I've got to buy like seven shirts. Right. Because like... The best thing is like none of them, like not many of them are runners and they're no. just like, I'm fucking, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and they've and run like 10Kers and stuff. Yeah. And it's this new experience and it's just like, and, and you see the people that have done it. Yep. Their evolution in their mindset is like... Oh, I love like, it. They've gone from like, oh shit, I don't know if I could do this to coming back. And now they're like... Yeah. They're, they're now they're keen to just do more, yeah. more epic stuff again. And bro, it's mean. And it's, we've it, been pushing this hard, man. It's it has good. happened with the powerlifting as well. Um, there's a few that, you know, perk there is up. And we got Han doing her first comp. We got Cindy signed up for her first comp. Nice. Um, Deb signed up for her first comp. Like Kiefer did his first... Jacob's doing his second. Um, I probably missed someone there. <laughs> Let me know if I did. Um, but yeah, no, nah, we're, we're all about that. That's like, I sort of throw things out there and I sort of want to challenge people a little bit. Like we're going to Jaredale, do Kitty's Gorge. So fuck, it might be the hardest thing you do yeah. ever. Might not be though. But it's these new experiences. Yeah, it's like, like you're either going to be, you know. And how many people of the group that are going this weekend, like... There's a lot of new people that haven't even walked Jaredale, yeah. you know, or been out there. They've got maybe gone to the dam for a swim, but yeah. that's a nice little stroll from the car park to the dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're going to actually have that new experience, and yeah, nah, we are I, all about this. I so, fucking love it, man. That's like why I want to go back to Lombok. That's why I want to, like, man, just get me up a fucking mountain somewhere. I want to do all that sort of shit. Like, I, there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough time in my life to do the shit that. I would love to do. Um, I feel like people, when people are unprepared for things and they still do it, gets me so up and about. And it would be easy to think like, why wouldn't you put the hard work in, afraid of hard work and almost using like the unpreparedness as an excuse not to do well. And I sort of, not battled with that, but I sort of thought that of myself a little bit. It's like, fucking hell, I'm blowing out my quads here because I haven't done enough mountain biking. Like, is it just an excuse not to put the hard work in? But I feel like it's just, I don't know, it's, there's something that I love about someone just saying, like, you're doing what? Oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. And then just being like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. And then getting through it. I feel like that fucking builds character, puts hairs on your chest. I don't know, that's... Uh, I think this is where we, there's something, a subject that we just vibe off a lot, like... If you in the if you could hear some of the stuff that me and AJ say to each other through the week, it's like, hey, bro, got an idea. And, it's like, and we both kind of laugh like, oh, here we go. And yeah. it's like, we're just always about that new experience. One big thing, bro, that I'll say is uh, when I did my first half of you out in Jaredale, and it was like, I think the biggest run I did before that was the 12 that we did bef- previously. And that was like months before yeah and i remember that new experience and it was like and i love the way that it went you, you went with it typical you he's setting a decent pace at the start and the next minute aj's just taken off while i've gotten the hurt locker and kind of just left me to do it and then leaving sticks on the trail <laughs> to show me where to go and i have no idea where you i can't am. even read the sticks oh bro but it was just that new experience and then that whole uh, you know, being out there and trying to figure out your way back. But that mindset of coming out of it, and I remember you sitting in the car, legs up, already ha- already a Coke can deep, and I've come trudging in. Oh, just yeah, like, that was, I was just oh, come, in, come in in the Hurt Locker, and you're like, 
how was that? And I was like, bro, that's the hardest thing I've done. But my mindset from that completely changed, bro. And, and, and it's a, um, it's hard to put into words the change in the mindset. Yeah. But damn, it's oh, a dude, good that's, feeling. We, dude, we've talked for probably an hour now and it's hard to put into words. Yeah. Like we should have prefaced this whole thing with like, all this is hard to put into words. That's why it, when you said, let's do this podcast on mindset, I was like, fuck, bro, I can never know what to say about it because I... I don't know. Yeah, but that change in mindset, <laughs> that 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 golden bit of doing this new experience, that's tough. That you kind of doubted yourself, and yep. then your outlook on things and challenges afterwards, your mindset is completely different, man. Yeah, yeah. So different. new experiences, and that that could be, you know, we we talk from the the um, the the sort of challenge. Um, aspect of things like uh not everything has to be this grand big challenge um new experiences could be you know if you're just in here strength training might be come and doing a cross training session yeah. might be vice versa um might be if you haven't run or like let's run if it, it might be you know i haven't really haven't done this far on a roller before let's see let's see how i go with it um and it could be those little those little things but it's all pushing yourself forward it's all adding to your growth yeah. um, rather than oh, I'll just do my session here, my session there. That's sort of like my, I, do a choose, I do a Tuesday, I do a Thursday. That's all I do. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, yeah. So, and if that's, and if, if it is the case and some people want to get out of their, out of their box and they want to come and say like, AJ, take us through some Olympic lifting, you know, like, Take me through some more powerlifting based stuff. Can you wrap my knees for squats and like whatever it might be, like we're, we're down for it. Like one of us will be down for it, whatever it is. Fuck, I love, like I, I sort of, uh, and you can see like how ADD I am when it comes to training. I just love like when people are keen to do something and if people are keen and they've got fuck all clue, it's even better. It's so much fun. I love that shit. And I feel like it's easy to lose sight of that in the like pursuit of, uh, what would you say? In the pursuit of success, it's easy to lose sight of experience things, experiencing a variation of things because it's like to be successful, you sort of have to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Um, I like to sort of say, use that fitness. And that's why I vibe with stuff like CrossFit so much. Uh, and then like the ultra endurance and the, and the endurance based stuff always sort of, uh, I don't know. For me, it, may, it gives you that fulfillment that a lot of other things can't. So go experience some new things. Anything else on that one? Nah, we no. could, me and you could go on all day. <laughs> Fuck, we make a long list of like, well, we're going to run, well, how many hills are there? Where's the hills? Oh, man. Let's run up. If only people could hear like some of the chats. That uh, the next one. Um, this one, I, I sort of brought uh, a bit of an idea to it, um, to, to this next one. Um, it's choose your tribe. So this is, um, you know, it goes along the line. They say you're, you're, the, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Um, so I'm Kelly, Lenny, Freddie, fuck, you, Troy, 
There he is. It's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad mix. Not a bad mix. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel like. Uh, well, I'll add. I'll add my little two cents later. Um, we we are conditioned uh, to think in a certain way. When we knew, when we meet new people and exchange ideas, our mind discovers and explores new options. Our minds evolve when thoughts are exchanged. Having these conversations. If you want to change your mindset, hang around people who think the way you would like to think. So, um, this is obviously like, <laughs> it's a bit of a get rid of your mates sort of thing. Um, but I always say, what's the other one? Your, your vibe attracts your tribe, that sort of thing. Yeah. So if you're out there, you know, ripping in, you're probably going to get some people that, fuck yeah, this guy rips. And you're going to ha- start, you know, getting around some more rippers. Um, this is this is a big one, bro. This but is- you can you can probably see it from like just in in terms of the the guys that come through this gym. They start spending two hours together, three hours together, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, um, and they start being influenced. And you know, we do. If, you're, if it's a good influence and a positive influence is going to push you in the right direction and, and the opposite's true as well. If you're at the pub once a week, twice a week, three times a week, you're the guy who goes to the pub. You know what I mean? We are what we consistently do. Yeah. Uh, when we get around people that are um, pushing us forward, normally going to push ourselves forward. Or if they're holding us back, normally going to hold us back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So You are a product of your environment. You're a product of your environment. Um, this is one that I. This is a. This is one that was probably pretty big to me this year. Yep. And this is when you know laying on my back with my leg up, in a moon boot, uh, kind of. You got to flick your mates that live on a bender. Is that's what we're saying? Yeah. Figuring figuring my shit out. No, and it was man. Like my circle has gotten a lot smaller socially, um, but that was what I needed to do to climb this mountain that I'm climbing at the moment and getting back to where I need to, need to be and want to be. Yep. Um, you know, that's why, you know, pretty much the last five months, man, I've been just been hanging out at the gym. Yep. You know, and you are a product of your environment and that's, and I think if you can surround yourself with the people that you want to be like and the minds that they have, you will be beneficial. I mean, you know, me and you have spent a lot of time. We spent a lot of time before this any, anyway, this yep. injury, but it was vibing here. This was like my safe place. And, and you know, when I'd have the, the down days or, you know, kind of in between, I'm surrounded by this environment where, you know, it's that positive energy, but it's also, hey, there's no, you know, there's no simply pick your shit up and get it done kind of thing. Yep. You know? Yeah, I, I really feel like that. It It is a tough one because it's, I don't know, like I've, I've been, I've been, I don't know, I wouldn't say, I hate to use the word journey, but I've sort of done my own thing quite naturally. Um, so I don't, I haven't purposely like moved on from different mates and people and that sort of thing. I think it happens quite naturally. It's not been a like, I'm not going to hang out with that guy um, on purpose. It's yeah. just like, I'm over here doing some, this stuff, man. Yeah. So like when it comes to the last sort of five years, you know, it's been running the gym. So I'm going to run the gym. And obviously 
people that come down, they also want to r- fucking rip into the gym. So we rip into the gym, we push things forward. Um, the one thing that I wanted to, to bring up on this is that choosing our tribe these days, we shouldn't, we shouldn't discount the influence that uh, online personalities can have on us. Like I was saying, man, you listen to two Joe Rogan podcasts a week. That's six hours of listening to one guy speak. That might be more than you hear anyone else. That might be the most you spend with one person. Um, and you could, we've probably seen this in the past. Like you got little fucking Oprahs and little Joe Rogans running around because they're the people like, whether it's TV and that, that sort of thing, it sort of becomes their tribe. Um, and I feel like it's important to understand the influence that online personalities, who we follow, can have on us. Um, like I said, if you're following, and it can work in two ways, and this is where mindset, the, a mindset towards social media and what you're following can work in two ways. You could be following all these fit people and thinking, oh, fuck, I'm never going to be as good as them. Or you can be following all those same fit people and think, oh, fuck, yeah, these guys rip. I'm going to rip too. Um, so it's important to understand that the influence that they, that that online world can have on us and that can sort of be your tribe. Like as sad as that, well, I don't think it's sad. It's just the way it is these days. You're consuming a lot. You're consuming it and you can, like I said, you listen to two Joe Rogan podcasts, that's six hours of him talking per week. It's more than I listen to you talk per week. You don't no. listen to me talk at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just straight, straight in, straight out. But you, you understand where I come from yeah. there. So I just wanted to, I don't know. That's I think a big, it's, that's a big topic. I think it's important. So it's, you, you got to understand, you know, it's as easy as unfollow. Yeah. That sort of thing. If, if you feel you follow someone and it gives you a certain, like you, you, uh, you know, react a certain way or have a certain feeling, unfollow, fuck it off. Um, and that doesn't mean it can't be a good thing, man. You can follow heaps of amazing people doing amazing things. But if those amazing people make you feel shit house, diminish your efforts, get rid of them too. But if they spur you on, give you the juice, then fuck yeah. You know, you're using it for good. It's important to understand where we're coming from here. It's as easy as unfollow. Fuck, I unfollowed everyone before COVID, eh? Might do it again. (laughs) Just fucking unfollow I'm glad, everyone. I'm glad you brought that up. That's I think a lot of people can relate to. That. I, I just feel like the, with the way we are now, our tribe, like, could it isn't always just people we physically see. Yeah. Fucking hell, he's walking in on our potty. Is that true? See you guys. See you, man. <laughs> um, the next uh, next point here is self reflection. Um, it's basically nothing but questioning your own thoughts and ideas before putting them out to the world. Um, I think self-talk is an important one as well. So self-reflection, self-talk, sort of, um, I wouldn't say the same thing, but like we just mentioned is understanding why you're having that, that feeling, um, why you think, why you're thinking a certain way um, and reflecting on that before you put things into action. Um, and that's, I feel like that is similar to that emotional intelligence, which is, that next um that sort of next point i think uh 
self-reflection is is massive. Um, before, but without getting too much into it, uh, before I did this leg, um, I kind of shied away from my own company. And having this time to actually sit there and self-reflect, my mindset has changed. You don't like being by yourself? No, nah, I used to hate it, bro. Bro. I used to hate it. I but, fucking love it. Uh, Nah, I used to hate it. <laughs> but just this, um, yeah, just that self-reflection and you, you do one, it does, and it doesn't happen overnight, but once you do start looking at things and questioning, you know, your thoughts and then your actions, yep. uh, you do start to see and then in figuring out who you want to be and how you want to get there, mm-hmm. you do start seeing yourself and your mindset change yep. and you start seeing things in a different perspective and like, and different ways of how yeah, you do things before to now, I can say like, man, my chain of thought is, is, is diff- way different. Okay. Right? And that's that self-reflection. So yep. I think this is big, especially in the hustle and bustle of people's lives and that, that, that self-reflection, just to have that little time away, it doesn't have to be too much. It doesn't have to be so analytical as well. Yeah. But just that little like, okay, why am I thinking like this? And just uh, processing our thoughts i feel that that is a big one um and we'll get to self-talk next that's like i added self-talk in um self-reflection is definitely i feel like there's sort of uh two aspects to it like there's okay i've had this reaction to a certain thing whatever it might be but then it's understanding okay why have i had that reaction is that negative or positive because you can have that reaction and it might be a negative reaction, but understanding that you are having that negative reaction and how you act on it is important as well. Um, like we mentioned before, like with the um, taking criticism, like you can, you can put your defenses up. You can think, oh, fuck, what's this guy on about? But it's how you then react to it, which is that, which is that big one. Um, Anything else on self-reflection? I think as we're talking about actions and, you know, actions towards situations, just to get a little bit of uh, stoic on you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is from... This is for the next... This is from the next one. We're dropping some stoic. Let let me... Let me... Let me go. (laughs) We've got... You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realise this and you will find your strength. Oh, there we go. So that's more of that uh, actions towards... Uh, situations and yep. how, and that self-reflection of how my chain of thought and how I'm going to act. Yeah. Well, the big the one of the basic sort of tenets of the Stoic philosophy is, you know, not dwelling on things that you don't have control of. Um, so it sort of is moving away a little bit from self-reflection, but self-reflection is a big part of those those Stoic principles as well, which we will get to in episode fifty-four. Will we get that done next week? Probably not. Fuck, we'll see. You're on holidays. Not supposed to you're be working. You're on, you're on holidays, bro. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks holiday. What do you reckon I'm going to be thinking about the whole time? Um, all right, the next one, um, number five, is self-talk. So these points that we've been going through, um, we pulled them up, you know. We, we did a bit of research and we, and we pulled them up, but I added in self-talk. This is a huge one for me, and this is that um, basically that first point on the um on the fixed mindset is like i can't do something i i don't i'm not good at xyz um and even i put it 
into our last run in Jaredale last year. And I said, basically, when we did our, our run in Jaredale, I, I gave everyone like a little piece of paper that had like not, well, it had sort of rules on it or, or challenges. And I saw, uh, sort of, uh, one of the points there was like, challenge you guys like not to, not to say how hard this is. And we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. So saying how hard something is doesn't make it any easier. Um, and saying you're bad at something doesn't make you any better at it. All it does is reinforce that you're bad at it and reinforce your actions um, negatively towards a certain thing. So self-talk is, is great in both ways, really. Um, but I, I find this a lot um, and there's examples and I've got another example for myself, but that talking yourself into and out of a situation is huge and can have a big impact on people's actions. When we talk about all of this stuff, the, the only thing that really matters is what actions come out of this. Um, so self-talk is a huge one. I see it a lot, um, again, in terms of running, I can't do this, I can't do that, in terms of like finances, money, that sort of thing. For me, I have a, we talked on this, like we've, with Vez back in our, um, the episode on concussion, I say I've got a terrible memory and I would say it like I, I say that a lot. So my challenge now, having like done the research for this potty is to stop saying that at least, stop saying it out loud. I'll probably still think it, I'll be reminded of it when I forget things obviously, but I need to get out of that self-talk that I've got a shit memory. Possibly need to start doing things that are going to improve my memory. I probably already am. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, one of those little things for me that came up. I was like, all right, I'm going to stop saying what I was saying. <laughs> stop saying that you had a bad memory. But it could be it could be fitness. It could be a certain lift. It could be anything. I think the way that we put it out into the world carries a lot more weight. I think that's what I said. Our our talk, our words carry weight. Yeah. yeah, words carry weight. So we don't need to be like, fuck, oh, this hike down here is hard. Oh, it's so hot. Doesn't make it any fucking cooler. No, no. And we're all, yeah. We're all in it. Yeah, we all, all know. It. So yeah. words, words fucking carry talk. So if your bench is shit, all right, you got work to do. Your bench isn't shit anymore. Got work to do on my bench press. Yeah. I think this is where the flip side to that is that positive... Oh, positive self-talk. Right. Self All over it. Come and, see me. Yeah. Fucking tell you how good I am. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, but this, yeah, the flip side to this self-talk is that positive talk, that positive mindset. Yeah. And that, that uh, outlook of, all right, this is going to be tough. But I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or to go back to the Jaredal example, it it was the, it was funny because we weren't allowed to say negative stuff, but we're saying positive. So me and you were yelling out the whole time. That, you know they don't want us to. Oh, be that out was here. they. They don't, they don't want, want us to be running. That was like a fucking um. It was <laughs> DJ Khaled shit. Yeah. Remember his old Snapchats, DJ Khaled, <laughs> and he'd just be on the. He's still a fat fuck, though, isn't he? Like he was doing a lot of treadmill running at that point. 
yeah. on a jet ski and shit. <laughs> oh, dude, DJ Khaled's Snapchat used to pop off about oh, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. um, but he'd be like, they don't want you to put the work in, stuff like that. Classic. Yeah. It's, uh, Classic. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I never got around that. I might have to have a look at it. Yeah. But it is that positive mindset, man. Like, But uh, to go back to training, you know, that, oh, shit, this, this squat, this is my top set today. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Or that flip side of that positive, I'm going to smoke this. Yeah. Like my last set, all right, felt a bit heavy, but I'm going to smoke my top set. But it's, it is about being realistic as well. It's yes. not like turning up for me in a 5K this week and thinking, well, this afternoon, thinking, oh, I'm probably going to go sub 20 here because you got to put the work in. You still have to be realistic. 100%. So it might be, shit, this is heavy, but... I'm like, you know, it's in my plan. My coach backs me that I can do it. I've got spotters. It's that positive self-talk. It's not like, it, it's to talk yourself into it, not talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Um, but you can't just be fucking delusional about things. So you do have to understand, this is going to be tough. I can be tougher. I can get through it. Um, yeah, without being unrealistic. You don't want to be unrealistic with things. Um, I think the last one, uh, the last point here, the emotional intelligence is sort of what we um, have talked about already. We, we sort of touched on it. It's the ability to sort of understand why we're thinking certain things um, and understanding, well, being able to deal with the emotions, you know, stress, um, different situations that can... Um, make a big difference to a person's mindset so the I don't know it's it's just understanding why you've had that certain reaction is a big one and not just acting or reacting without sort of taking it in so it's sort of taking that step back and having that second thought about situations yeah I don't know yeah no I'm with you it's um and again, this is why I kind of want to do the podcast on on, mind, on mindset as well. Because this year, you know, my body's been pretty broken. I've had, you know, mm-hmm. surgery at the start of the year, surgery midway, decent decent uh, adversity. And this is where this this year has been all about, this mental and mind. Let's not mention your heart getting ripped out, Blake. No, I'm <laughs> not mentioning that. But um, yeah, and, and, and this is... This emotional intelligence, when, when we did these notes, I really like looked at it and looked at the different things of it, like the stress, the mental conditions, the situations. Yeah. And again, and how we process this, um, just to be quick with it, my first uh, surgery at the start of the year was double hernia in my groin. Now, I didn't really process it and I thought it was going to be a lot easier on the rehab than what it was. Yeah. So after I've come out, because I didn't really process it of what it was, yeah, and I was already looking forward to, you know, the next thing. It really knocked me about mentally because when I come out, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm I'm a little bit more sore than what I thought." Yeah, and this is actually a longer road to recovery than what I thought. Whereas, and that's what when it prepared me. So when I did this leg, it was all right. Um, well, the leg's a bit more drastic <laughs> it, as well. It though. is. It is, but it's more. I was able to take a step back, have a look at the situation. Yep. process it then come up with the plan of attack yeah and i think that's where people can uh put that into their own lives of that emotional intelligence of 
looking at the stressful situations in their life, taking a step back, having a look, looking at how, how they're feeling emotionally and then moving is, on with their actions. Yeah, it, it does all come down to like, you know, putting things into action. So like what, where, how are we going to move through this certain challenge, this certain situation? What's going to make things better? What's going to make things worse? So if it's like broken my leg, ah, fuck, you know, popping all the pain pills, you know, like start drinking, just immobilize yourself, all that sort of stuff obviously is like not the way to go about it. Um, so it is how you, how you react to having those emotions, you know, the stress and, and things in different situations yeah. and just understanding how you're thinking, thinking about how you're thinking. Thinking about deep how you're stuff. thinking, yes. Super deep stuff. I'm trying to get this, uh, these uh, IG questions up because we have a fair few. So there's, there's sort of six points, guys. Um, let's go over them very quickly. So ways to change our mindset, increase your knowledge, gain some new experiences, um, choose your tribe wisely. Don't forget the influence of uh, the online world. Um, self-reflection, self-talk. And then just having that emotional intelligence. So hopefully, guys, that helps and you can put some of those things into action. I'm just trying to add that. Let's see if it picks him up. Come on, do that for me. Um, so hopefully, yeah, you can put those things into action. How long are we going? Fuck, hour 20 on this potty already, bro. Jesus. So we have a few IG topics. Anything more on that? Like, guys, I know, like, I'm glad I took the stoic stuff out because we'll be here for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, like I said, I still feel when it comes to this mindset stuff that I feel like some people want like a, not like a quick fix, but like a, there, there's a, like there's an answer for how do you have a good mindset. There's not an answer. There, like, we've, I feel like we've talked through so much stuff there. Um, we've given you guys a few pointers that can help, but it's a really hard and there's no one like, oh, just do this. No. Yeah. It's, no, it, it is a process. It, it's yeah, a process. it's fucking hard. And it's, you, you can see from us trying to get, get through this topic, like how hard it is to communicate certain aspects of this. No. I feel it like it is. Um, anyway, we're going to get onto some topics uh, that we have from Instagram. Thanks again, guys, for sending them through. I'm just making sure I'm not forgetting any. We had a fair few with this one, guys, and it's um, it's good to know that people are keen to, you know, send us questions, to listen to the potty, all that sort of stuff. It makes me feel good. So I'm just going to put these questions into... See, this would be great if you could see this too, right? But you can't. All right, first one from uh, Brendan McLeod. I think he's off doing some army training. Um, challenging or testing your mindset. Now, this is more just like a just a statement, really. Um, is there anything you sort of think that's challenged your mindset? That's that's tested your mindset. Jeez, I can think of a lot. It's, it's a yeah. I can think of a lot. Um, I think uh, testing my, your mindset would be overcoming adversity. 
you know yeah. and everyone has a little bit of adversity in their life whether it be you know big or small everyone has a little bit of adversity or yep. you know some setbacks i think it's coming through that adversity is where and learning the process of yourself of and how you come through that adversity is where your mindset will change yeah challenging your mindset for me and into training is doing something that i think is hard yeah when it yeah when it comes to like yeah challenging your mindset in regards to training it's just like pushing further than you have before yeah like how strong are you really that sort of thing so i'm in search of that all the time um i feel like uh certain aspects of the adventure race that i just did challenged my mindset like i was chatting about again had a fixed mindset when it came actually i didn't because i knew if i put the time in i would be get better at it when it came to like the boat but i was like fuck i'm not good at the boat like at this point in time i'm not good in this kayak i've got to paddle this thing for fucking 14ks so i was kind of fixed because i had to be because i couldn't get better because the race was in two weeks time um so i was like shit this is going to be tough um but then another aspect of that like i can get through it is sort of displaying that more that growth mindset yeah. that makes sense yeah. and that's where i said we were sort of on the, the the sort of spectrum um within that range of growth and fix for certain things um but that sort of challenged my mindset um and i i was good enough to stay in i stayed in the boat the whole 14 k's didn't fall out um Again, like last year with the ultra marathon, that's the hardest thing I've done physically. Um, that, to be fair, my fucking I was all over it in terms of like mindset. It was like body, like body was breaking. Like didn't cramping, you know, didn't want to keep running. Fucking just breaking down. Mindset was all good. Like if the if the body's willing, I'm happy to go to some dark, dark places. Um, but in terms of exercise, definitely like just pushing yourself further and further. Um, that's where Goggins comes in. I, I'm not sure. I, in the mind. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's, um, it's a tough one because they are challenging, but I feel like they're challenging more physically than challenging my mindset. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, a, yeah, a tough one there but definitely like pushing beyond your limits physically can obviously sort of you're going to get to a breaking point sort of see like from that like that SAS show yeah. you know they all probably thought you know they had a, a breaking point of XY and then they you know realised it was AB I don't know it's that, for, it's that 40% well 40%, yeah 40% yeah. rule um, so ways to challenge your mindset new experiences i'd say new experiences swimming yeah definitely swimming for me like i mentioned oh you know maybe a 5k i'll fucking challenge me you know swimming's been one of those things that i probably had a fixed mindset about oh i'm not a good swimmer not so much fixed mindset but shitty self-talk for me i know if i did more swimming i'd be a better swimmer i'm fucking like a sports science degree i know like if you like understand if you put time in like you're going to get better at it but for me it's always been like i will put limits 
I would, the self-talk would limit me to a certain degree. Not without thinking that, like if I put effort in on something, that I couldn't get better. Taking back to that like nolly flip example. Yeah. Uh, but definitely um, new challenges, new experiences will definitely challenge um, and test your mindset. Pushing beyond you know, what you've done before, whether that be strength, endurance related, whether it be, I don't know, you know, new experiences, yeah, fucking be, public anything. speaking, yeah, anything. Um, Bryony wants to know, because she's an animal, is pain needed to build a strong mindset? It's a very deep, deep question, I feel. Um, you probably say that it would there would have to be some aspect of pain in terms of doesn't always need to be physical but just to by definition to build a strong mindset most people would look at that as being able to come some sort of um, adversity um yeah, tough one there yeah, because oh. it's like, is it pain like, is it like exercise-based pain to build a strong mindset? Um, then yeah. Yeah, I would suggest that it probably does have to be. Yeah, if we're, if we're talking, uh, yeah, pain is in the sense of like pushing your body to that limit and then pushing through it. Yeah. You're going to build a stronger mindset. But well, by by definition of like yeah. what a strong mindset is, yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's all adversity, I th- I think. You know? Yeah, well, if you don't have adversity, you can't display a strong mindset. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it is. Yeah. Yes, Bryony, pain is needed. Doesn't always have to be physical, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, fuck, we took out our ass, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Bryony also wants to know what do you think it means? So this is sort of off topic. What do you think it means uh, when someone's got it? Or maybe not really. Do you reckon no. this is off topic? No, we can, we can relate. Um, what do you think it means when someone's got it, i.e. Michael Jordan? I suppose, yeah, like, so he had that mindset. Um, you know, and there's examples of this uh, all over the place. Uh, just recently I was listening to the, the Cameron Smith podcast um, that Den and Kemp did. Um, and he didn't make his under-17s Queensland team, um, and he said he was ready to sort of pack it in, thought he wouldn't be good enough. Um, I think he said his dad, one of his coaches, or maybe both, had a bit of a chat to him, you know, talked him through it, kept him playing footy, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's the best player of all time. Um, And Michael Jordan was the same. Um... He didn't make one of his teams at high school, I think. He didn't make yeah. one of them. I'm not sure. He played at college. Yeah. I think it was high school. Yeah, he got dropped. I think it was a high school team or he didn't make the college team straight away or something like that. Someone will. Pretty sure it's high school. Yeah. Um, and he obviously, you know, he didn't say like, oh shit, I'm not good enough and, and packed it in and stopped putting in the effort. Um, he kept putting in the effort. So when you think of those sort of guys um, having it, um, that 
that sort of goes to show their growth mindset is like all right whatever happened like in terms of like the cam smith example he sort of said they they talked him around to it and he he sort of had that emotional i'm not good enough response to start with uh and then his old men sort of old man talked him through it and said hey you know pick your socks up like you can do this sort of thing and then he went on to become great michael jordan the same yeah um I feel like that mindset helps, but also some people are just fucking talented. And it does come down to a sort of chicken egg sort of situation. If someone's got it in terms of mindset, doesn't mean that they're going to be the best in the world. Because, like, I feel like I've got a really good mindset. Like, hasn't helped me become Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a few factors that... Yeah, that you still have to be it. fucking talented and yeah, good. And hard-working, um, hard all that sort of stuff, which a lot of people are. A lot of people who don't see success are. Um, and that's just the way it goes. Difficult one to answer, that one. I think, yeah, to tie it off, I just I feel like the guys that got it or the people that we kind of look at on that are at that elite level but that extra yeah. the elite of the elite I think their mindset is a, they have a very strong mindset yeah. and they're very direct with that mindset yeah. and and uh, that's that's kind it's of like the, the Kobe Bryant's you know yeah the mamba mentality yeah so I feel like yeah although they although that's right back to what we're talking they have a strong mindset but they're also you know, freakishly talented. Yeah, six put, foot six. Yeah, put in the work. Yeah, there's things that help. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's a good one though. Uh, why do you think people are chasing thrills, climbing Everest, fighting, skydiving? I feel like because we're fucking comfortable, man. So comfortable. Like we have, like things are too easy. Things are too easy these days, um, especially you know. The, the life that we, like, I know that there's obviously people that are way less off, less well off than us, right? Um, but right now is the best time to be alive ever in the history of the world. Maybe not with COVID, actually. 2019, guys, I'll, re- I'll <laughs> retract my statement. 2019 might have been best time to ever be alive. Like, in terms of, just humanity in general. You got barely anything trying to kill us. 2020 is not the best example, no. but you know what I mean, yeah. right? So I feel like that's why like people are, it's ease of access. If you've got enough money, anyone can climb Everest. People basically carry fuckers up there these days. Um, but I also think like it's like we're very comfortable we don't have to worry about, um, and this goes back to the sort of hierarchy of needs that we spoke about when it comes to motivation. We don't have to worry about food. Well, we don't. Some people do. That's, you know, obviously unfortunate, but so many of us are so well off. We have everything just like literal click of a button thing in our hand can get it. Like I'm going to order pizzas. Yeah. Like from here, they're going to come to the gym. Like, 
everything's so easy so so you're saying like people are chasing thrills because they're well we don't have to go bored. and catch our fucking food and yeah. you know what i mean so they need that kind of rush kind of thing like, yeah i need i need a fucking you know i feel i feel like that's that rush it. and and yeah. mate I agree, i'll put my hand up with that yeah 100 also I, I think as well people through social media people are seeing it being done it's more. accessible yeah 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 um like with the climbing everest and stuff like that people are seeing that people are doing it more and now it's crazy busy up there dude those lines yeah people are dying because they're like waiting, waiting in line like yeah that would be the worst way to go <laughs> um but yeah, maybe people are seeing it more through social media and they're like, oh, you know what? As, and, and to refer back to what you're saying, they're like, well, everything in my life is pretty fucking easy. Let's go and do something that's hard yeah. and, see, and see how I go. Yeah. Um, I would say that... So that one was from Bryony as well. I would say that um, more people are chasing thrills. I would say that there's also more people doing absolutely fuck all and being because everything's so easy yeah i agree so at the moment i feel like the there's polar ends of humanity you got these people that are the fittest the strongest they're running fucking marathons on marathons on marathons on marathons and then at the other end you have the fattest you have the laziest you have my what are they like what's that fucking show called my 500 pound life and 600 pound life and you know you got people taking the piss on both ends yeah basically most of us live in the middle somewhere in the middle um but i feel like you know i've said things have never been as comfortable for humanity in 2019 um and i'd probably say if you if you looked at the spectrum of where people live on that fitness, fatness <laughs> scale that I just made up, we've never been as far apart. Yeah. yeah you know I what I mean? Two, 300 years ago, everyone probably would have been not as crazy fit, not as crazy fat. Everyone would have been squeezed into the middle. I don't have to draw that. <laughs> it's, got, it's gone up the chart. <laughs> um, all right. This one's from Sarah. Uh, influences that affect mindset, both physical and emotional and everything in between. Um, I suppose influences for me, uh, man, the big one would be childhood. Like the, the influences through childhood, how you spent your childhood has a huge influence on, um, on the, the, the physical mindset. Um, I spent mine doing shit playing sport, you know, skateboarding, fucking making go-karts. Being a menace in the streets. Yeah, being a menace, bloody running around in sand dunes, sandboarding, trying to surf, doing all that sort of stuff. Um, I feel like that's a, a big one. So that's, I don't know. I, 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 for me, my childhood shaped me to how I am now. I suppose it does for everyone. I didn't really have a point where I pivoted. I've just... It's just like I fucking still skateboard. Still hang around in sand dunes with Lenny when she wants to go with me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 100%. I'll, that, I love that shit. And I, that's what I used to do like with my brother in Port Kennedy. We'd just be hanging around in sand dunes, sandboarding, throwing sticks and shit. Just building, like trying to build stuff, finding old 
fucking rubbish and you know from building sites and man i still froth on that shit yeah so when i go down and like build a little beach shack with lenny in my element man <laughs> i love that shit um so i think childhood is is the biggest one yeah how you spend your youth um you know the the sports a big one if you're normally sporty when you grow up say sporty or you played sports and you're into it you, you typically carry on those sort of traits as you go through yeah i think like your fa- your family as well your yep. upbringing well and that and that dictates sort of how you do spend yeah. your especially your, emo- your oh, i think emotionally as well mm-hmm. uh like i don't know in my you know my you know my old man's from new zealand so we're quite he has that islander vibe where like there is a lot of love yep but there's also a lot of tough love too. Yep. So uh, the way you deal with different situations, sometimes there will be there will be that I don't know, speak or you know, speak about there's how a, you the, feel the, kind of thing. Oh, there's then, a look. Is there a look? Oh hell yeah. There's a look. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also there's that yeah there's that tough love of you know you've done wrong, and there's consequence to your actions. Yeah. Um, also uh, influences again is. Uh, the people that you hang around yeah with. so that's a big one the the, the environment that you're in yeah. um influences your mindset more so now um so like if if, if you're hanging around at the fucking pub probably going to be a piss out aren't you yeah if you're hanging around in the gym probably going to be someone who looks like they lift some stuff and does some fitness type shit yeah um like i said you are what you consistently do um, when it comes to like specific influences, um, you know, it can come down to the books that you're reading. Again, big one, I feel, man, that online presence, like what, what people are surrounding themselves with online because we do spend so much time, rightly or wrongly, uh, in the online world. Um, when it comes down to the emotional influences, that's not a big... That's not a um, strong point of mine. Like what would you say communicating emotions stuff like that i always joked about it with troy in our early podcast like i don't feel feelings um i feel like being um more aware of things lately for me with like some of the stuff that i've been reading has has probably helped a little bit um more in regards to how i talk and communicate with people have conversations that i you know wouldn't have had in the past that sort of thing i think i'm getting better at that um but um the the emotional side of things is not my strong point physical side of things yeah all day yeah um yeah so there's a few influences i think childhood's a big one sarah would know that as well um that's where she works um so yeah I'm not sure what else we can sort of jump into that. We, we went out like your environment, the people that you hang out with, the people, um, the information that you're taking in. Yep. All right. Last one from... I got some... Uh, oh, you got some too. Okay. You hit us up, bro. All right. You want me to go? Yeah, you go. All right. So we have from uh, Jacob, one of the rugby boys and a bit of a beast at the CrossFit just over the road there. Mindset overcoming injuries. Now this could be a whole nother topic as well, a whole nother podcast too, but to keep it pretty short, I think it's uh, first off accept accept the situation, uh, accepting the setback, 
the, the road that's going to be taken to get back to where you were, understanding that it ain't going to happen overnight. It's going to be tedious. You've got to be patient. It's going to be boring. It's not going to be flash. Um, then listening to the doctors, the right people, yep. uh, the physios, yep. uh, yourself. And that, and that, do you think, um, with uh, listening to you know, the professionals, that will set certain expectations which can help influence your mindset towards things? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But that's a fine line. Because yep. you don't want to put a time limit. Oh, and to on, be, and they can be fucking full of shit too. Oh, you can't lift more than five kilos. Yeah, that, those sort of things. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fine line. And yep. Yeah, it's uh, listen to a range of professionals. Yeah, you want to yeah listen to a range, uh, the rough idea, but then not not put a time limit on it. Is a uh, I think as an injury is a big one. Yep. Uh, if if I said to myself, in five months post surgery, I'll be running. And I don't hit that, hit that five months. That's yeah. going to affect me in a way, in a negative way, rather than me going, I'll, I'll run when my body feels like it can run. Yep. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, just surround yourself, keep I, to the path. I feel like that can sort of work in both ways though. So you do want to, like, because you do want to set certain goals, but you have to worry more about what you can do today that's going to help that. Yeah, that's the big thing. So it all does come down to what actions you take, um, just in in setting that mindset. So the 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 mindset that I would say in terms of injuries is like, what can I do today to be helping this, um, and not getting too hung up. Like understanding that if you need to make a readjustment, that's part of the process as well. Like setbacks are part of the process. Yeah. So already having that knowledge that. Um, that knowledge that problems will arise or problems can arise this is a, a bit of a stoic principle as well um, preparing yourself that you might meet you know some negative circumstances a setback here a setback there and knowing that and not being not having it as an unexpected sort of occurrence is like a way to sort of uh, create that good mindset around it as well as like oh yep Knew something like this would happen. Yeah. Onwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah you summed that up yeah. well there. Uh, the second one was uh, mindset of getting out of bad habits. Man, it, straight up, just read Atomic Habits. Yeah, read Atomic, <laughs> read atomic <laughs> Dude, Habits. Dude, that's the best, to be fair, that is the best advice that when someone says like how to get out of bad habits, read that book. Yeah. Hundred, like read that book, then read it again. I need to read it again. I, I bite my nails again. I need <laughs> to stop it. Yeah, so that was uh, from Tristan. Tristan, uh, read that book, man, yeah. Atomic Habits. It's, it's a good audio book too. It's not too, like there's no shit narrator. Yeah. It's a good audio book. I listened to it on audio. It was fine. It's I by James Clear. The website cranks too. Atomic ha- I think it's just atomichabits.com or it might be jamesclear.com, like see-through. Um, yeah, just read that book, man. Yeah. Like we can't give you any knowledge that we probably haven't taken from that anyway. No. Atomic Habits goes off. Hey, set some goals, make a commitment. That's all I'm going to say on yep. that. And read Atomic Habits. Uh, <laughs> and then this last one is from Zach. Uh, does programming for a client change with mindset, with their mindset? With their mindset. Yes. So. 100%. Um, the big thing for me with uh, clients in the past um, get hung up on certain numbers 
Um, so you'll, you know, you might test or you might do a certain number of reps at, at this or that, and they'll get hung up on the numbers and they, I need to do this. I can't do that. Um, and there's ways that you can manipulate the program so that they don't, they don't limit themselves, uh, on certain numbers and get hung up on numbers. That's from a, like a strength point of view. Um, so that might be a case of not building in testing. Or it might be a case of building in testing. Um, these are all different little, f different little sort of factors with uh, with how you go with programming. Like you obviously want to set them up for success. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, see, um, programming. Yes, your yeah. programming would change. You you nailed it. I think also from a coaching perspective. Yeah, it would change. So, for an example, if you've got, you know, someone in that, oh, like personality, is, oh yeah, yeah, is like, you know, or is uh, from a strength point of view, absolute believes that they cannot squat 100 kilos. Yeah, from a coaching perspective, and you know they can. Yeah, but they're they're shit scared of it. Yeah. So rather than telling them what weights on the bar, you're just loading it up and go off you go. Yeah. You know, do that all the time. I've seen you do it, and um, you know, so from a coaching perspective as well, it's it's also how you handle handle yep. them and how they're the way that they're thinking of the training as well did he specifically ask does programming change yes oh, okay yeah i was gonna say like obviously with certain people you're not like sometimes people can deal with the rev up other people you have to tiptoe around them a little bit yeah Some you can't try and change every client into the same sort of mindset that i have or that client x has because everyone is different um, so if you want them to stay a client, sometimes as a coach, you do have to tiptoe around certain things. Um, you have to, you know, put certain things in programs that they want because they want it and that's fine. Mm. These are, these are the sort of things that, you know, you've like, I've learned a lot because you've got these gold standards and then all of a sudden, just because something's fun, it can be in their program just because of that. Yeah. Like people would be like from the outside looking at why are they doing that? Like, cause they fucking enjoy it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, last one from me. Oh, you got any more? No, that's no. Nice. So yeah, I would say that, um, not to a huge degree with the programming, but it does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, certain people are going to have like a, a mindset where there's lots of testing, might and like you know might not be a, a good fit for certain people. Um, a mindset where there is lots of challenge, uh, a, a program where there is lots of challenges might be great for someone with a different mindset. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, last one from Kopi. Hey, mate, question for the potty. Do you think your mindset, for example, no pain, no gain? I wouldn't say that's my mindset, to be fair. Um, or maybe he's not talking about me specifically. It's not all about you, AJ. <laughs> um, do you think your mindset, for example, no pain, no gain, overrules some body cues such as fatigue or general soreness? And at what point do you ignore your mindset to give your body a rest to avoid overtraining? Looking forward to hearing it. Uh, you know what? All right, so we're back from the toilet. Um, <laughs> we had to take a quick little break there before we got to uh, Brendan's question. So what do you reckon, man? Do we have to sort of give our mindset or ignore our mindset to give our body a rest to avoid overtraining. You go. 
Yeah, it's a. I don't know, man. It's a. It's a tough one because I feel like my mindset uh, isn't an personally isn't a no pain, no gain. I, I'm quite understandable of and uh, of my body. Um, I. I don't know. I I understand that I will. I will feel a certain way, if whether it be soreness that sort of thing, and I will make adjustments to the training so that I can either get it done or not. So I suppose in that regard, I do say, well, yeah, I did such and such yesterday. I was planning on doing such and such now. I might've gone overboard the day before. Might not be feeling it. Definitely. I I adjust things. Um, What I don't do is dwell on it too much at all. And this happens a lot with me because I do do a lot of varying training. So like I went for a run did 4Ks on Monday, came into squat, squatted. I was like, yeah, that's heavy enough. So it was 10 kilos less than the week before, but I'd just done a 4K run. It wasn't a hard 4K, but I took in that into account and I didn't think, like, I haven't fucking thought about it. So it was just like, yeah, that was heavy enough on that day. That's good. Now, other people um, might get hung up on that because they really hang a little bit too much emphasis on certain numbers like we like we mentioned before but um i suppose it's sort of built into my mindset that you know how i'm feeling is going to dictate my output on any given day yeah so it's definitely not a no pain no gain i feel like you gotta you gotta know when to you gotta know and and we're the best ourselves are the best at knowing when to put the foot down now nah, i'm gonna empty the tank here like on Saturday, for instance, like we're going to go out to Jarrodale and have a run. Like I don't mind if I'm fucked at the end of it. Yeah. Um, it's also understanding like between pain and injury. Yeah, they're big Like there's a big difference between that. So I'm happy if I like, if I've got something to do tomorrow and at that point in time, uh, like today, I want to rip and I'm feeling good and, I, and I'm, I'll, I will rip and I'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And if that needs to change, that'll change. I feel like that's where I differ from a lot of people. Like this afternoon, for instance, we want people to come down and do a cross-training session. I know there'll be some guys or some lifters that won't do it because they've got numbers that they want to hit tomorrow. And that's fine. Like that's just a different way of thinking to me. I'd be like, nah, this is like a one-off, all good, sweet. We'll jump in. We'll worry about tomorrow later. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think to relate to Kopi, who's a footy player, coming to season as well I think uh, again what you're saying is that being aware of uh, what you're what you're training for and the next couple of days so yeah uh, if he's got a game on Saturday and comes in on a third on a Friday and does a heavy deadlift session well don't advise it that is yeah <laughs> yeah that yeah don't uh, don't ever do that <laughs> for one but also yeah look at what you're doing you know or or again okay so on a Wednesday he's he trains Tuesday Thursdays on the pitch on a Wednesday night, if his hamstrings feels tight and stuff like that, preparation for Thursday field session is going to come into uh, into chain of thought and on on that Wednesday gym session. Yeah. So it's all about finding that balance and knowing your body. And I think really sometimes the hard way of knowing your body and feeling when it's right or wrong is through doing them silly things and causing a little bit of injury. Yeah, that's one thing I found. Or is a little like, bit of pain. A little bit. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah, like 
one thing I've you become more aware of your body and how it should feel through doing yeah and trial and error kind of thing I feel like when it comes to this question um, at what point do you ignore your mindset to give your body a rest to avoid overtraining Um, the I would say when when it's not worth it yeah yeah so um if i'm out there and i'm fucking running and i'm thinking oh i'm gonna be so sore tomorrow um and like i have i i'm not putting value on what i'm doing at that time um that's when i'd say like nah i'm cruising yeah yeah that's 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 it for me let's um let's finish this thing off i want to um i got some editing to do because i because we took that break back um I want to leave with just a couple of thoughts uh, in terms of mindset. I feel like challenging yourself uh, physically, this is what people are asking us about mindset for. The physical stuff is the big one. Um, Challenging yourself physically consistently um, creates that you are what you consistently do sort of situation. And if you consistently challenge yourself and rise to the challenge and put effort in you're gonna that's indicative of that growth mindset um you are what you consistently do you're gonna rise to those challenges um or you're at least gonna challenge yourself and keep challenging yourself i feel like that's one thing that is gonna help instill a good mindset because you are what you repeatedly do if you're repeatedly challenging yourself um you know even if you fail the whole point is that you repeatedly challenge yourself, whether it be a failure or a success. Um, you are what you consistently do. The other thing is just having that self-reflection, emotional intelligence, whatever you want to call it, understanding why you're thinking a certain way before you act is important as well. They're the, the two big ones for me. So you guys can leave with something. You know, we went through some points there. It's about nearly two hours long. Um, Hopefully you guys can take something from those two little points to put them into action. But it is very hard because it's like, it's a big topic. It's a big topic that you can talk on forever. Any thoughts from you, Blakey? No, you summed it up very well. Sweet. We good? We are good. All right, guys. I hope that helped. Uh, If you've listened this far, thank you very much again. This is episode 53. Hopefully we, well, we might get episode 54 out before Christmas. We will see. Um, If you've listened this far, make sure you uh, subscribe on iTunes, give us a five-star review, subscribe, chuck those notifications on on Spotify, share a screenshot on Instagram uh, and let everyone know about the Smith Fitness Podcast because it all helps. Uh, Thank you very much, guys. Peace. Peace.